Welcome to podcast number 59. Yeah, I'm recording this podcast uh, towards the end of summer in uh, 2018, and it is uh, it has been quite the crazy summer. A lot going on with our RIC program, a lot going on with our uh, our Mode America team, and it has been uh, it has been pretty much nonstop. This podcast uh, comes to you. Yet no sponsors, no music, still none of that stuff. We are going to be doing a little bit something different um, towards the end of the year, beginning of next year, with uh, with the podcast. When it comes to uh, to that, I've got I've got a definitely got a direction that we're, the podcasts are going to go, and you'll hear more about that later. But this podcast really comes around for two different ways. One, I've been getting a lot of requests from from people wanting to consolidate all the different things with with track dynamics and that's what this podcast is about we're just going to kind of condense everything into one podcast that you can listen to that talks about track dynamics and and what it and what it entails and what it encompasses that said this podcast is not meant to replace all the other podcasts that that tackle each one of these subjects individually this podcast is mainly to to condense them and give you something to listen to in in one setting. The last part of this podcast will be about um, being pretty adamant about <laughs> putting it into play um, as uh, as you know we do more things with the Rick program and, and our Mode America riders. This this literally is one of the it's one of the simplest things to do to to actually I mean to 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 go out and do it, but it's. It's very hard to get yourself to have the discipline to, to do that. So we're going to talk quite a bit about that as well. So, okay, let's dive into it. Track dynamics. What does it, what does it mean? You know, what does it really encompass? What, what track dynamics is about, it, it's about understanding, you know, the, the given environment and for you to be able to maximize what each corner has to offer. That, that's really what it is. So we're going to break it down into every type of a corner. We're going to talk about all the different different aspects of the track in, in one podcast here so everybody can um, take some bits and pieces from it. So really, it starts with bike placement. You know, again, when we look at the fundamentals of the sport, bike placement's really the number one because that's that's what we're trying to accomplish with all the things that we're doing on the bike. Bike placement. Let me define it for you. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. We have a glossary that actually defines what bike placement bike placement is bike placement for the racetrack based on a given corner radius where to place the motorcycle on entry and on exit in order to maximize acceleration because that's really what it's what it's about you know the more time that we have positive acceleration the better our lap time is going to be period that, that, that's it and the cool thing about working you know on the moto america teams is looking at the data I'm just going to take a quick pause right here. Looking at the data, it is absolutely, absolutely quantifiable. The rider that has the most precise, slowest point of the corner accelerates better, period. So people want this, uh, the secrets to the sport. That's it. It's having good bike placement. Bike placement for the street. You know, based on a given situation, where to place your motorcycle to maximize vision to determine your decision point as soon as possible. It's as simple as that, right? Making sure I have a clear line of sight so my lane's clear. So so it's okay to be able to exit the corner. So that's what we're looking for, bike placement. What does bike placement entail around the track? Because the bottom line is not every corner's the same. And I, I think when people start approach 
approach to these things. I've been with, it's so funny, right? We work with writers who are like, oh my God, Ken, late apex is everything. Well, no, I apex everything, right? The, you know, the apex, you know, defining what an apex is, right? The apex is the closest portion to the inside part of the track you come, or it's the closest portion to the outside part of the track you come. And the apex is placed there, so we're maximizing the radius of each corner for the given situation. So that's how we're, we're taking a look at that. So we want to we want to place our bike in in the best position on the entry, and this is actually something that I that I had I had written down here, you know, about the entry, you know, why the entry matters, and the entry just really serves it really serves a place to put the bike in the best position as possible for acceleration. Yes, of course we want to maximize the entry. Of course we do, and we'll get into that. But we also want to realize that the exit's what matters, and not every corner is the same. So. We want to take a look at it. It's as simple as you get a track map out and you look at your track map and what lasts longest for a given corner, the entry, the deceleration zone or the acceleration zone. And that's what we're going to get into right now. So you go to a track and we've already established that exits are what matters, right? The amount of time of accelerations is what is going to give you the best lap time. And it's, it's funny because people, people look at this and they'll say, oh, no, 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 you know, we want to have corner speed, corner speed, corner speed. Well, if you've listened to my other podcast, right, you, you understand what corner speed's about and what corner speed is about is a good entry procedure. If you're riding a, a junior cup type of a bike, an R3 or something, you know, along those lines, man, you would kill, you would kill to be on the throttle a foot or two before the person in front of you because they have such little power. So absolutely it matters. We want to look at what lasts longest in the corners. So the first one we'll define is, okay, let's define our exit corners. Exit corners is simply where the acceleration zone, the amount of time of acceleration is greater than the amount of time of deceleration. Man, if you go to a track and you identify these zones right out of the gate, you're going to have a very good day. Basically respecting what that corner offers. And if it's an exit corner, take advantage of the exit corner because exits are what matters. Exit, the amount of time acceleration, what matters. Oh my gosh, it'll make your day so much easier. So let's look, exit corner. The acceleration zone is longer than the deceleration zone. Boom, done. On exit corners, the report card for an exit corner is, can I start positive acceleration as I go past the apex while taking away lean angle, right? While being in a position to take away some lean angle. That's what we're looking for. Exit corner. Boom. Done. Identify those first and you're going to have a great day. All right. Now let's look at entry corners. Entry corner is where the deceleration zone is greater than the acceleration zone. And on an entry corner, Right, there's less entry corners, you know, for sure. And is there a lot of time to be made up on entries? Absolutely. Of course there is. But again, we don't want to rush direction that 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 screws up our exit. So yeah, entry corners, get into them. Absolutely get into them. But let's not ruin any exits that are coming up um, after that. So entry corner, the deceleration zone greater than the acceleration zone. And with an entry corner, We'll use our brakes to repass the apex. There you go. So 
just understanding what an exit corner is and an entry corner is, it, it'll automatically tell you what control you're supposed to be using when. How, oh my gosh, how much easier is that? So entry corners, you'll identify them by the deceleration zone being greater than the acceleration zone. All right, so we got that one figured out. Now we've got balance corners. Not a lot of balance corners, but they're absolutely out there. And a balance corner is simply where the acceleration zone and deceleration zone are the same. That's it, right? So acceleration zone and deceleration zone are the same. And the way that you would know that is if you approached, if you approached a balance corner as either type of a corner, it really wouldn't affect your lap time, right? So you can use your brakes to the apex great. You can accelerate past the apex. Really doesn't change your lap time. So that's, that's exactly what a balance corner is. By, by going and identifying these three things, it will absolutely make your life so much easier. So we got exit corners, entry corners, balance corners. There's also some things with track dynamics we want to get into uh, as well. Once you've identified the corners, now we can start looking at um, the, nitty, the nitty gritty with it. The one that, we're going to, one that we're really going to go to town with is our slow point of the corner. Slowest point of the corner. I think this is one that we're definitely not we're definitely not respecting enough or, or, or we're not, we're not either understanding it enough. We're not respecting it enough and we're not giving it enough time to use in our riding. So the slowest point of the corner, we'll define it in, in we'll define it in the glossary again. How's that? So the slowest point of the corner, the end of our uh, deceleration zone, the end of your direction change and the start of your acceleration zone. The slowest point of the corner varies based on corner radius, right? So let's, let's, let's get into that. So the first thing is the slowest point of the corner. Us as motorcycle riders have a really hard time with this because we feel like we have to be going fast everywhere. You, you literally have to give yourself permission to go slow at the right time. Pause. So you can accelerate for a greater amount of time. So this is so hard. It's so hard to, uh, to respect this, to respect the slowest part of the corner. But man, respecting the slowest point of the corner will make your day very, very successful, especially the faster the motorcycle is. Every corner has a slow point. Every corner does. Some of the slow points might be the corner previous to it, but it's still a slow point of that corner. So slowest point of the corner on an exit corner comes before the apex. Matter of fact, let's, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this uh, again, very, um, uh, very pointedly. The slowest point of the corner is not at the apex. It's not at the apex. Slowest point of the corner on an exit corner is before the apex because we want to start our accelerations. We go past the apex. Okay, great. So clear on that entry corner. The slowest point is slowest point of an entry corner is is can be at the apex, but typically is after the apex. Slowest point of an entry corner is very late. Slowest point of an entry corner is very early. So slowest point of the corner for an entry corner is late to or past the apex. Also, the slowest point of the corner can last a really long time depending on the radius of the corner. Some corners, because the radius is so long, you've got to wait. Right, big long, you know, big long open 180s, 
you know, big long carousels, slowest point lasts a long time, right? You'll get in there the best way that you possibly can, but if you can't see your exit and you can't, you can't take away lean angle, you can't go. You have to wait. So there are times where neutral throttle is an issue and you, you, you have no choice. Yes, the goal is to minimize neutral throttle, but let's make sure you respect that there's times where you're, you're, you, to hold the same radius, uh, your acceleration essentially has to stay the same, right? You've got neutral throttle to make that happen. So slowest point of the corner. Draw it out on your draw it out on your uh, on your track maps, right? Put an X, put a dot, whatever you want to do, so you can recognize where the slowest point is. And again, I, I know I, I sort of segued into this a little bit earlier. Is looking at data, and I have access to some fantastic riders with the data. When we compare riders of similar lap times, or say they're a second or two apart, I can almost guarantee the rider that has the slowest slow point has the better lap time. Because what this is about is it's about getting to and from the slowest point of the corner in the least amount of time. So respect the slowest point, understand where the slowest point is, and man, you will have an absolutely fantastic day. So slowest point of the corner, I can't beat that up enough. All right, next we'll get into some vital points. And, and the vital points are, um, Vital points are something that as you go to a new racetrack and you go to learn, vital points are essentially, um, you can start with the three, depending on the length of the track, maybe four places that lead onto the longest straightaways for that particular track. What you're looking for, and you can start to think about your sport a little bit differently, which is how, how you know, where am I traveling the most feet per second longest? and when you identify where you're traveling the most feet per second the longest, you can make sure that you're using that as a vital point, right? You don't ever want to miss that slow point of the corner. You don't want to ever miss that acceleration zone. And if you just nail, go to a track, for instance, and you nail these three vital points or maybe four vital points, maybe the track is short, you have two, but if you nail them, you're going to end up with a very good lap time and, 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 you know, reduce the amount of risk in the slower stuff. So start with that. Start with your vital points. Recognize the three, maybe four spots that lead onto the longest straights. Start with those. Nail those spots. Yeah, don't be, be uncompromising with those spots. And if you have that, man, then you can start to break it down. Okay, I nailed those. Then what is my next longest straightaway? Okay, I'll get that one. Then after that, what's my next long, longest straightaway? Okay, I'll get that one. No problem to be slow in the slow stuff, but let's make sure we're taking advantage of the fast stuff for sure. All right. There's, there's absolute report cards for a lot of these things, and it's establishing report cards. And, okay, you did, you did listen to the two, the two podcasts on reference points because they're incredibly important. If you have these reference points, it allows you to have a report card for that segment, for that, for that particular zone it'll allow you then to, to fine tune it. So let's, the thing, the first thing we'll start with is let's make sure we've got our, ex, our, our exit apexes. Let's make sure we have our reference points for our exits. And then we can start working on some tack out points, some rev limiter points, something along those lines that give you a gauge of, hey, how'd I do? How, you know, how was that exit? How, how did I do? That'll start making your job a lot easier as well. So let's make sure we, we, we have these report cards. 
there's a couple of other report cards that I want to give you that we overlook. One is our apexes. What control you're using when at the apex. And man, that's something I really work on is essentially, especially on exit corners, is how my throttle hand is moving as I go past the exit, you know, go past the apex. Um, there's some of them, depending on the radius, am I wide open throttle as I'm at the apex or is my just one or 2% throttle? That is a really big report card that I take a look at. The other report card um, that I think a lot of people do use, but don't work on mitigating enough is how much neutral throttle do I have? Man, that's again, looking at data that we basically we look at, we look at neutral throttle time or coasting time. That is a huge indicator of how efficiently we're, we're using the controls, but more importantly, how efficiently we're using our bike placement. So how much neutral throttle do you have? And of course, reducing the amount of time at neutral throttle is, is, is of course a huge deal uh, in efficiency. So Track dynamics. There you go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one more thing to it here at the end, but let's let's kind of have a little bit of a recap, right? So track dynamics. Go to your track. Let's start with our bike placement, right? How we're placing our bike on the entry and on the exit to maximize our acceleration. Not every corner is the same, right? Embrace that. Embrace it. How am I gonna approach this corner? How's my brake adjustability? You, you know how um, how's my turn-in rate for that particular corner? And then let's start looking at our exit corners. Let's identify them. Let's start looking at our entry corners. Let's identifying, identifying them. And then let's really work into those slow points. Pick your vital points as well. You know, the, the last thing that I want to, um, last thing that I want to work on this is, you know what? It's as simple as go out and do it. Be disciplined to go out to the, uh, on the track and work on this. So I'll work on this every single session that I go out. My first lap is establishing this. I'm going to establish precision my first lap, period. You won't believe what a bitchin' day you're gonna have if you go out and establish precision right out of the gate. It, it, it's, it, it can be a game changer, right? It slows your brain down. It, it, it gives you the memory for what is, what is right. So if you go out there, and you rush into the situation, you're, you're not going to find precision in crisis, right? You're not going to, you're not going to try to find precision at speed. Going back to, 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 um, to find it is extremely difficult. So either make your first session precision or make your first lap of every session precision. And it makes such a big difference in slowing down your brain. You know, how you're approaching your entry, opening up your entry, how you're getting your slowest point of the corner, finding your vision, finding your reference points. Man, be disciplined about this. It will, it will, it will just start a whole nother level in your riding. So there you go. Track dynamics. This will give you something to, uh, to listen to on your way to the track uh, or give you something that you can keep referring to. All right. Copyright 2018, Ken Hill Coaching, all rights reserved.